This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Michael Hyatt & Company's new book, Your World-Class Assistant. Find out more at focusonthispodcast.com slash assistant. Because, again, I don't know the science. Are you a science person? I'm not a big science I guy. I am. I have a chemist degree. Oh. You know, obviously I don't since chemist is not a degree. <laughs> I was in. I was like, oh, wow. That would be a chemistry. Share with the people you're Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your host, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. It is Monday, yeah. Hey, Blake. Hey, Courtney. How you doing? It's Monday. It is Monday, yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. We can, verbs, can you add that and we'll put that in the edits, just uh, put fit that into our theme song somehow. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> how are you doing this Monday, Courtney? I'm doing great. I'm ready for another week, and uh, I think it's going to be a really good one. If you're listening to this podcast, which you obviously are, you're a high achiever. You know how That's I know? Because right. you're listening to a productivity podcast. <laughs> Who does that? That's you right. You do. You like to get stuff done. But you probably, to get stuff done, you probably have all the apps. Right. I wanted to, I asked you this before the episode, to figure out how many apps are on your phone. Do you want to guess how many are on mine? I'm going to guess 64. Okay, great. You want to guess how many I have? 81. Okay, you ready? I know how many I've got. Okay, you say yours first. Okay, um, 46. Okay, ready for mine? Yep. 146. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, okay, we should preface this by I read Digital Minimalism. Uh, which is actually we're going to talk about in a later podcast. Um, so I went through the process of actually cleaning out some apps to get rid of some notifications. But raise your hand, literally, if you're in the car, just go ahead. The people around you, they don't care. <laughs> if you have one of these apps, if you have a sauna, if you have Basecamp, Slack, Trello, Evernote. Yeah, Nosby things, whatever. It is. You got a million apps. The point is. If you're a high achiever, it's addictive almost to get so many different apps, try to wire them all together, get everything in sync and feel super productive. And yet in the midst of everyday life, you find yourself scattered, overwhelmed, and you're like, how is this happening? I'm, right. I'm the high achiever that listens to the focus on this podcast. That's right. But yet I've got all these notifications going off. It's super complex. Exactly. So today we're going to be talking about one tip that's going to take the complexity out of all this. One single piece of advice that will change your world. That's right. It will offend you with its simplicity. Are you ready? I'm ready. Write it down. Write what down? Write it down. Okay, I'm ready. Write it down. What? That's it. Write, Write it down. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, we need to say write down your goals. Yeah, write it down. Write down your goals. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So a lot of people, obviously, we're, we live in a very tech-heavy world, and you're thinking, I'm not going to write anything down. I don't want to do that. I have a phone. That's what that thing's for. And today, we're going to tell you why writing it down is so critical. We're going to give you five reasons why you should write down your goals. That's right. You got to write down your goals because the truth is you don't need more apps. Lord knows I do not <laughs> need <laughs> yeah, more apps. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later. You need more focus. And writing down your goals will help you accomplish what you really want to accomplish. In that's life. right. I mean, that's why we have goals in the first place. So if we can give you a really easy way to actually accomplish those, it's a win for everybody. Well, before we jump in 
to this rationale, the five reasons why you've got to write down your goals. Let's introduce our producer, Verbs. Say hello to the people. Thank you, Blake. Uh, you guys were talking about apps at the top of the show. And for me, myself, I happen to be an Instagram guy, but I know there's a lot of people out there who are dedicated Facebookers. And we also have, you know, your Pinterest pinners, your Tumblers, your Twitterers, and of course, the LinkedIn fans. But whatever your favorite social media stream is, please share this podcast. Tag a few of your coworkers and maybe even your boss. And don't forget to use the hashtag focus on this podcast. And back to you, Blake. Thanks, Verbs. All right, let's dig into it. Courtney, yeah. what's the first reason you yeah. got to write down your goals? So before we get into this, I want to say, even though what we're going to talk about today is really simple with writing stuff down, it may be hard to convince you to do this. It may feel like just something really old school or we're just like in a different generation. So I want you, to, before we start, just like put that all out of your mind and be really open to the five reasons we're about to tell you. So the first one is... If you write down your goals, it's going to force you to clarify what you want. And sometimes it's not really clear. Mm -mm. I think this is a huge one. If you can, did you bring your oxygen tank? Because we're about to scoop it down. I've got a deep thought. Oh, you know, I was prepared for today (laughs) that we were going to go deep. So I think this is a big deal because clarity on what you want in life is sometimes a scary proposition. I think sometimes we can stay so busy because to reckon with what's really important to me and what do I really want? Where do I really see my life headed and what do I want to change? Now, all of a sudden, when you write it down, that becomes this commitment of clarity towards where you want to go. And that's a scary thing for people. Oh, totally. I always have this moment at every year when I write down my goals. At the beginning, it's like, okay, what What do I even, where do I even want to start? Um, and if you don't take the time to do that, you can just feel like, I don't really need goals. I'm just kind of floating through life. Um, But that moment of clarity, uh, when you work through that, it's really amazing when you get to the other side of it. I agree. Reason number one, it will force you to clarify what you want if you write down your goals. That's right. The second reason is because it will motivate you to take action. Now, I know if you're listening to this, motivation may not be your problem, but writing down your goals is going to really help you get started on the next step. Yeah, I think when you write down your goals, you have to reckon with, well, why do I actually want this in the first place? I got the clarity that I know what I want, but in the process of writing it down. In fact, there's something about literally writing it. If you're thinking, oh, you're talking about writing goals, I can just type that into my computer or whatever, record. There's something in this, almost the slowness of writing down the goal where you feel more committed to it and you your brain starts to attach itself to why you even wanted it in the first place. Well, listen, if you're actually using that argument of, hey, I have them typed up in my computer and that's fine, trust me, take the challenge, write them down on a piece of paper that you can review and I promise, do it for 90 days and just see what the change is from having them on your computer. You're going to see them more. It's going to be more effective. You're going to be motivated to work towards them if you just have visibility. Exactly. Okay, reason three, because it will provide a filter for other opportunities. I don't know, Blake, do you have, do you use your goals as a filter as you kind of look at what you're going to do for the next quarter? Yes, and I never, ever, ever get off track. Not even one time, (laughs) ever. That's right. Uh, This is a big challenge for me. Because I've struggled to write down my goals in the past. That's one of the, this is to me one of the biggest advantages of writing it down. And if 
you use the full focus planner. Obviously, most most of you listening have heard of it, and a lot of you are using it. It's what we use. Uh, but there's a page right there in the front to write down the goals, and it's wild because when an opportunity comes your way, maybe it's something fun to do on the weekend, or maybe it's something yeah. that comes up in work where you know your boss or someone offers you something. If you've written down your goal, now all of a sudden you're thinking, oh, actually, I don't know if I can say yes to that. Yeah. You know, this actually just came up um, the other day. We've been in the process of doing strategic planning, and we had just written out um, our goals for the year for our company. And all of a sudden on the executive team, there came an idea of doing an event that was totally not part of the written goals. And so the first thing we said was, well, what does this have to do with our goals that we've written out? And we were like, well, it doesn't. And so we don't need to Ouch. pursue that. Yeah, I know. We I have, have, a, <laughs> yeah. Did you find yourself trying to twist it? Well, no, it does. Because if you make it, and it's like, no, when you write it down and you have clarity on your goals, it's so right. hard to, to <laughs> rationalize something. Yeah. yeah, it was like an argument, like done. You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, moving on to the next thing. All right, just to remind you, reason one is because it will force you to clarify what you want. Writing down your goals is going to help you clarify what you want. Reason two is because it will motivate you to take action, and not just at the beginning, but all year long. And then reason three, because it will provide a filter for other opportunities. So the next reason is it will help you overcome resistance. Ooh, resistance. Yeah, it's going to happen. For sure. I think when you write down your goal, it actually initiates some resistance as well. It's kind of interesting because it helps you overcome that same resistance. But when you write it down, all of a sudden, every reason comes to your mind of like, oh, well, I, I, I'm, how am I going to fix this yeah. or this? Or, you know, all the ur- problems. Urgent work will come in and it will tempt you. Your email will be calling you. Check me. Check me. <laughs> Don't work on your goal. That's what my email sounds like. Does yours? Really? Mine, mine's British. I need to change my notification mm-hmm. sounds. So when you write down your goals, and I would encourage you to not just write it down once in the beginning of the year, but when you write them down, when that resistance starts to come, maybe it's fear, maybe it's email, maybe someone's asking you to do something urgent. It can be tempting to get sucked back in, but it's almost a spiritual practice of sorts to just take a moment, write down your goal by hand, and the motivation will come because it connects you to your why. Yeah. So if you're looking for more information about this or interested, um, there's a great book called Do the Work by Stephen Pressfield. He'll kick you in the pants. That's right. Okay. So again, reason number four is because it will help you overcome resistance. The next reason for writing down your goals is because it will enable you to see and celebrate your progress. Now, we've talked about this with me before. I'm not always great at celebrating. (laughs) So I need this in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I was thinking about that. We've had this goal, this ongoing goal happening in our company right now where we launched a new product and we've been tracking the goal and you've been posting. And it's interesting because you have been sharing that goal and we've revisited it every single day as we've been going through this process. And it's been really fun. I feel like our team is unified. I feel like we're excited. We can see uh, the progress that we're making and it feels really good and it feels motivated. Like when you came in this morning, the first thing I asked you is like, Hey, how are we doing on this goal? Because <laughs> you've made it very present. It's very visible to us. And so since the goal is visible, the progress that we're making is also visible. Yeah. And when you aren't able to see progress, sometimes it can feel like you're failing, even if you aren't. I know, I think we've talked about the Enneagram a little bit on this 
show. Um, but I'm an Enneagram 3. And sometimes an Enneagram 3, even if they feel like they're failing, they don't actually have to be failing, just feeling like they're failing. It's the saddest thing you've ever seen. So being able to have a way to write it down and to celebrate your wins and see the progress. I just imagined you like walking with your head down with the Charlie Brown music. (laughs) Bloom, bloom. (laughs) Yeah. It's really motivating. It really can do a lot um, in your everyday life. Exactly. Awesome. Okay. Give us the summary. We talked about five reasons to write down your goals, Courtney. Yeah. So if you're not doing this yet, here are the reasons we want you to take this challenge. The first one is it's going to force you to clarify what you want. Reason two is because it's going to motivate you to take action. Reason three, because it will provide a filter for other opportunities. Reason four, because it will help you overcome resistance. And reason five, because it will enable you to see and celebrate progress. That's right. You're going to be able to get the right stuff done, which is what it's all about. It's not about just getting more stuff done, not about getting the latest apps. None of that matters if you're not moving your life and your work in the direction that you want it to go. Right. And in the end, it's going to feel great. Mm -hmm. You'll feel more calm, more in control. It sounds so simple. And if you're like me and you've got over 100 apps on your phone, literally, (laughs) you'll be like, why would I? That just sounds so basic and simple. And yet I challenge you. You know, if you haven't done it recently, take out a pen. That's right. Write it down. And you might be thinking, um, depending on when you're listening to this episode, well, I probably should wait till January to do that. Don't do that. You have goals right now. You don't have to wait to when the world says, okay, now's the time to do that. Do it now. You still have lots of time left in this year to accomplish your goals. Mm, That's a good word. Speaking of a good word, verbs, what do you have for us today? Thank you, Blake. Just want to give a reminder to those that are listening that there's much more to this podcast than just your half hour commute. Be sure to join the conversation in our full focus community right there on Facebook. If you have questions, any tips, you need planner counseling, it's all there in the community. Just search full focus community right there on Facebook. And now let's get to our caller, Lisa Goldberg. Hey, Lisa. Hi, how are you? Good. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, Lisa, where are you calling from? Raleigh, North Carolina. That's awesome. So Lisa, today we're talking about goals, um, which you Mm -hmm. are probably not surprised to hear. But I have a question for you. Do you write down your goals? Yes, but that started recently. Oh, interesting. It's mostly because of the planner and... I must admit, when I first started using the Full Focus Planner, I did not write down my goals. I started with just the the daily pages um, because I could barely make it through that to start with, um, but gradually added elements of the planner and then started to realize, wow, um, I'm not actually focusing on big picture items in my daily life. And so it didn't seem to have a clear vision as I went through my days. And so I started to focus more and hone in more on my goals. That's interesting. Lisa, this is Blake. And I had that exact same experience when I started using the planner. It was first, I was just living out of the daily pages and that was helpful. But then at a certain point, you you look up and you go, wait, where am I really going with this? And I don't know if you had this experience. I actually 
struggled at first to identify the goals that I had and articulate those. Can you share with us your process uh, to do that? Well, I can, but I also have questions for, for you guys as well. Because oh, I, I can't right wait. Now, yeah. So I actually wrote down my question, and one of, one of the main problems that I do have is the difference between goals and projects, because uh, I love projects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so to actually, um, I'm really trying to focus on understanding the difference between them, because I have ended up with seven goals for quarter four, which uh, I just listened to you guys a couple of days ago talking about, I should only have three. So, so, uh, but I realized that some of those I think would be categorized as projects. Um, In general, I'm a, I'm more of a visionary rather than an implementer. So I love to come up with dreams and so I think for me, the, the process to answer your question, I, I know that I asked one, but the process that I go through is what is my dream? And then is that actually something that I want to work toward? And then that becomes a goal in my mind. And then I figure out under the goal, this is what I'm doing so far. And you guys tell me if you have any insight on this from the goal, then I start to realize what projects need to be figured out based on what that goal is. That's excellent. I love that starting with dreams, going big, and then and kind of letting your letting your heart have some insight into setting your goals. That's great. Yeah, and I I feel like I I'm totally relating with you here. I mean, in my role, a lot of times I'm coming up with big picture ideas, um, and then those are becoming you know reality. Um, deciding which things are going to rise to the importance of goals and which things are going to be projects is really key, but I can see how it would become really easy to, to get those kind of convoluted and mixed up together. I'm curious, would you have uh, maybe an example of something that you're, you think, Hey, this is a goal or maybe this is a project. I'm not sure. Okay. I can give you a personal example. One thing that I have down for quarter four is to paint the trim on the outside of our house. Lisa, Lisa, really quick, before you get much further, are you excited about this goal? (laughs) You know what? Actually, um, aesthetics and environment mean a lot to me. And so I am actually, I work from home. And so I am excited about this because the trim that we currently have is very ugly. And so I can see it from I can see it from my desk as we speak. Okay. And so I, I am excited about it. All I right, know that I hear it you, might Lisa. seem strange. Nope, that doesn't seem strange to me at all, but I just had to make sure that this was something you were really excited about. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, I am. Okay. So here's the next question. Lisa, with this specific goal, with getting the trim painted, does this need to be something that just needs to get done? Or is this like groundbreaking work for this quarter? It is something that just needs to get done. However, I placed it as a goal because there actually needs to be a specific plan laid out time-wise of how to implement it before it gets cold. So I guess that's why I, I'm having a hard time understanding. Is this a goal? It is something that I would celebrate when it's over. I mean, goodness, right? <laughs> Who isn't going to celebrate that? But This but trim must be know. really ugly. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> it is. <laughs> so that's why I'm having a hard time figuring out if that should be included in my quarterly goals because it will take my time. Um, it is something that needs to get done, but it's also, also something I am excited about. And I think it will make life better for everyone. Sure. So I'm going to answer this question with, or, or maybe kind of help you answer it, help you navigate it related to the, your other concern, which you brought up, which is, oh man, I've maybe got too many goals just for this quarter. So mm-hmm. the way that I, you know, trimming down your goals, you know, we just talked about writing down goals and how it gets you excited, gets you motivated, gets you focused. Well, sometimes writing down goals makes you think, oh, and while I'm doing that, I'd love to do this and I'd love to do this and I'd love to do this. And it can can feel really exciting, really energizing. But if you have too many goals, then they your focus will be spread too thin, which you heard in an earlier episode of ours. So what I consider is, you know, the, the same way that you decide your, your daily big three of, you know what, imagine myself at the end of this quarter, if nothing else got done from this goal list, like what would make me feel, what would make me feel the best? What would really move the needle for me? If nothing, you know, and, and slowly trim away the, well, that would be nice, but really the essentials are this, and then let those goals live. Do you have anything to add in terms of? Yeah, I would just add, so our next podcast episode, actually, we're going to be talking about the smarter framework. And I know that's Mm -hmm. part, if you're using the planner, that's part of setting up your goal detail, but making sure that your goals are relevant to each other so Mm -hmm. that you, if they don't work, you know, we can come up with a great dream, but one dream may not work with another dream. And so making sure that all of those can actually work together. And I suspect if you have seven that that would not be the case. Or, you know, if it's truly a project, it's just a project and we all have lots of projects, things that just need to get done. Um, if they meet the criteria to be a goal, you know, we can't have seven because they're not going to all work together. Yeah. Courtney gave an example before we recorded today of, you know, if she and her husband have a financial goal and maybe someone has, hey, I, I want us to save more money than we ever have this quarter. And then the other person has a goal of, I want to take more vacations than we ever have this quarter. Yeah. Well, those are both great, <laughs> two different life domains, but they actually don't work well together. That's right. Yep. So one of them has to go. And I think we all know who won that argument. Courtney, did you just win? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's a really good point uh, because we, I mean, I'm looking at my list of goals right now and I can tell you that the trim painting just fell like down to close to the bottom, honestly, when, when you put it into those categories of, you know, something that is really that you focus on as being, this is something we're trying to accomplish. We're going to feel excited about. We're going to, um, I guess it's, it's, it's definitely like I have achieved success. When I look at this goal, um, I see things that weigh much heavier than the paint trim, even though it's ugly. Yeah. And I would actually encourage you. So the benefit you know, we're not just trying to limit people when we say, hey, only have two or three goals. It's actually just brings focus to what you're doing every day, what you're doing, what you're setting is your weekly big three each week. It's normal or it's encouraged, I guess I would say, is to make progress on your big goals in the quarter. And sometimes you may finish those goals early. And guess what you can do once those are done? 
can add a goal. You can add a goal. You can do something else. And, or, you know, and I don't, you don't need to share all your goals, but I'm just thinking about the trim painting and, and maybe you're someone that there, you take great delight and joy in, in the housework or something. But, you know, if that's something that just sort of gets pushed off, pushed off, well, maybe there's other goals that are the bigger rocks that create the margin for you all of a sudden to have time to do that or create the financial margin where maybe you just outsource that or you delegate that to somebody yeah. else to tackle for you. Yeah, I think Blake's key, is, or what you, I think what Blake said about, you know, what are the three things that rise to the top? And then those other things, we're not saying don't get those done. It sounds like those just become projects. They have their own plan. You're going to get those done, but they're not your goals. Absolutely. You know, we have a, an ebook that we want to publish by the end of this year. And so when I think about how much time would be taken by doing a, a lesser achievement, um, that rises to the top immediately. But even as I look at how I've listed my goals, it's kind of in the middle. And so I can't even really see, um, like just tangibly looking at the list because it's so long. I don't even really see it, if that makes sense to you. So as I'm listening, I'm realizing, wow, I, if I start with three, I can check those off and then move forward if I need to. Um, but it's not the, it's not the end of the world. If, one of these, what really should be labeled as projects, doesn't get done in this time slot. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, Lisa, this has been really, really fun. Thanks so much for coming with a question. I hope that's been helpful for you. It's been really helpful. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Lisa. I love that call. That was great. I love that Lisa brought her goals and the challenges related to writing down her goals to the table for us to look at together. Yeah, I think that's really helpful if you're listening right now, if you're thinking through your goal list. Use that filter to think through, are these goals right or are these just projects? Do I need to rethink through how I set up my goals? And the other thing I learned is that you can get excited about painting your trim. That's right. Actually, I know this is crazy because I was like, Nelly, so are you excited about this? <laughs> I, I was probably, like, don't you want to delegate that? Yeah, <laughs> I actually probably am in her boat. I love that stuff. So um, I think that was a really great call. So any final thoughts for the people today? You know, I just think if you've made it this far in the episode and you're thinking, oh, well, now it's time for the next podcast or you're about to get sucked into the whirlwind of your workday, just today, take 30 seconds and write down, doesn't have to be all your goals, just take 30 seconds, pull out a sheet of paper or pull out your full focus planner and write down your goal and just see how it feels. Yeah, I think that's, it's a challenge. Just do it. Take the challenge. Well, thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the most productive podcast on the internet. Share it with your friends, people. Use the hashtag focus on this podcast. And we'll be back here next Monday. And we're going to tell you the difference between a good goal and a bad goal. So until then, stay, stay focused. focused. It is Monday. Yeah. Stay, Stay focused. focused. Can you do that like faster? <laughs> Blake, <laughs> like, Blake, those are two words <laughs> that I never thought you would be asking me. <laughs> Can I go faster? This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Michael Hyatt and Company's new book, Your World Class Assistant. Find out more at focusonthispodcast.com slash assistant.